0: hello and welcome to dfs coach talk today is sunday may 16th i am joe sarvati affectionately known as coach and today is an exciting day we have the final day of the nba regular season tons of things still to be decided as far as seeding, the play-in tournament um all of the shuffling of who's going to be in what spot we know the teams we know the 20 teams that are going to participate out of the 30, but uh, where in those different standings is still to be determined. So what we're going to do today on this NBA podcast is go through uh, and touch on each game, determine if the game has anything to do with uh, the standings. In other words, are the players going to all sit? Um, Are they going to play full teams and go for it? Or is it going to be a combination thereof? So It is definitely tricky, um, but we feel we have a great edge uh, on uh, this type of a scenario. It is throw everything out the window as far as, you know, just counting on optimizers and trying to determine uh, just looking on salary, et cetera, et cetera, what is going to be the best place. This is going to be the good old fashioned coach talk, you know, break it down game by game, figure out who's going to get the minutes who's trying, who's resting, and determining to hand-build a lineup or two uh, that is going to get in there and take some stuff down. So could not be more excited for uh, today or the entire NBA playoffs that starts on Tuesday. So uh, tomorrow, by the way, there will not be an NBA podcast, uh, not because we don't do seven-day-a-week NBA coverage, because we do. But tomorrow is a dark day. There's no games on Monday. So Andrew and I will be back on Tuesday as the NBA playoff uh, contests of uh, that play-in tournament begins to see where everybody else gets seeded. The top six seeds in both conferences basically get a full week off after today uh, before the regular playoffs start after this play-in event. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we can't wait to to attack it. We're we have a, a terrific record the last five years in the NBA playoffs. Uh, you know, we'd certainly jump up even higher in winning percentage. And along with that, we decided to to give our best offer of the year. If you want to join and you haven't uh, come around to doing it, this is the time. Uh, if, when you join, you get two months the entire NBA playoff package, May 22nd through July 22nd for only $111. So a deep discount to our regular uh, pricing, but we wanted to get as many people in as we could to enjoy these uh, NBA playoff winnings that that we're anticipating uh, we're going to get. So uh, just go to dfscoachtalk.com and you can sign up right there. And remember, when you sign up for that or anything else that we offer, you get everything that we bring forward. So just because you're signing up for the NBA playoff package for two months, you'll get all of our lineups, all of our content for Major League Baseball and PGA. And we do uh, MLB uh, uh, every day, seven days a week. If they're playing, we are providing lineups and content. And then uh, when the NBA season ends, then we're going to be doing some MLB podcasts as well. We do a weekly PGA podcast, and we supply lines on Wednesday night for the tournament and Friday nights for the weekend only. So all of that is included. Uh, We also have an awesome Saturday meeting at noon Eastern every week where we go over all kinds of important information on strategic way to approach DFS bankroll management, contest selection, uh, on and on. So we love that. We pride ourselves on it. And then as a member, you also get free access to me. If you want a a one-on-one and go over whatever specific questions that you have, uh, we'll get it on the calendar. I've met with, I'd say almost about half of our members one-on-one already, and it is great conversation. Uh, We learn from each other. We discuss strategies. So you'd want to take advantage of that also. All right. The challenge and the cool aspect of how we're going to do this today with 30 teams playing and, and being solo, we want I want I don't want it to take a million years to get through this because we have games starting uh, very early today. It's uh, one o'clock, uh, basically one o'clock game. So here's what I would like to do. I'm going to go through uh the betus.com.pa uh odds for the games, one of our wonderful sponsors. And then we're going to look at uh the standings and how that affects that game. If and it's certainly the most important thing right now. And then the as of right now, who's in and who's out. Uh, but that's gonna change a lot through this morning. Uh, you know, for the early games and then all afternoon, we'll get all kinds of information uh for the evening game. So uh very important day to, to stay in touch with us. We will be posting some things on Twitter. Uh we're at DFS Coach Talk. Andrew is at Language Olympic Olympic and I am at Joe Sarvati J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. But if you want all the you know information piece by piece as it comes in throughout the day you, jump in our Discord. Um, you got uh, you can get as little as a three-day pass for ten dollars if that's the direction you want to go to check us out, see how we we do what we do. Um, you're welcome to do that, but being in Discord is the key because we had some pivots again yesterday. Uh, we cashed really well in the NBA early slate uh, in all the single entries and cash games, and then in the in uh, the evening. Uh, single game, we had some success and and cash there, and so we're you know we're following this through. But there's pivots throughout the day, and you know sometimes we don't know what some of these teams are going to do until 20, 20, 25 minutes before the game, and that's where we have to make uh, our pivots. So very important because one uh, bad start or pivot can cost you the entire slate. Okay, here we go. We're gonna start off with the one 110, uh, 105, 110. let's call it a one o'clock, just to make sure that we're all in and don't get anybody shut out. So one o'clock Eastern, we have the Charlotte Hornets and the Washington Wizards. The Wizards are favored by six and a half, and it's a two twenty-eight and a half total. As far as the standings go right now for those two teams, we have Washington uh, and charlotte have the identical record 33 and 38 and they're in that seven through 10 uh playoff play in uh, tournament but it's important where you end in that because if you end to the top you only have to win once if you toward the bottom you got to win twice so that is an important game because uh Boston's already locked in the seven. Nobody can touch them. But eight, nine, and 10, Charlotte, Washington, Indiana, dead tie, 33 and 38. So this is going to tell a lot of who finishes in those three spots, uh, which they all really need uh, to win. So this is a, both teams are going to go after it. Here's what we have for the early news. We have, you know, Hayward and Martin are out. Probable lineup is Ball, Rozier, McDaniels, Washington, and Biombo. For Washington, uh, you know, the question is, is Beal going to play? We have Beal and Neto both as questionable. So that's a very important news to follow throughout the day. Garrison Matthews is probable. And uh, that's that's really where they stand. So, you know, obviously everything's going to come down to that news. If Beal happens to sit again, Westbrook should be a plug and play. If Beal plays... It's still may be a Westbrook game, but, uh, you know, I definitely want to have some some exposure here. Uh, I'm going to assume Beal is in and, uh, you know, you would they are going to want to win this game. So I think he plays a decent amount of minutes, but he is pricey. So I'd still lean Westbrook here. Uh, I, you know, I think you can get uh, Hashibura at a good price if you want to go that route. Um, if Beal is out, uh, Hutchison is also a very, uh, cheap, uh, option. It's going to be tough though. I mean, your couple value plays are, you have so many to choose from, uh, you're really going to be able to manipulate your lineup, whichever way you want to, as far as, uh, scars and scrubs, mid build, you know, combination thereof, you can pretty much make any lineup combination you want, um, on the Charlotte side, you know, it, it's tough now that that they have Ball back playing pretty much unrestricted. Um, that certainly pulls some away from Terry Rozier. Uh, Devontae Graham also has been getting his lately. <clears throat> McDaniels is a decent uh, value off the bench. Uh, I am interested in Lamello a little bit here, though. I think, uh, I think this game against Russ, Rozier is going to guard Russ. So that will take a little pressure off of of, uh, LaMelo, and I think he's able to to, uh, get it done. So uh, possibly big spend up here if I go LaMelo and Russ, but there's a couple other guys uh, that are also going to be into consideration. All right, game two, Boston Celtics, New York Knicks, part of that one o'clock game group. Knicks favored by 11, and it's a 213. Uh, Didn't think you'd see Knicks being double-digit favorites over Boston this fast, but Good for, good for the Knicks, man. They're, they've gotten it done. Um, as far as those two teams and where it stands, uh, this game means nothing to Boston whatsoever. They're locked in seventh, win, lose, or draw. So, you know, are they going to play guys, sit guys? Uh, I would assume they sit all their regulars. Uh, that's probably going to be what the scenario is here. Um, <clears throat> they really uh, just need to get themselves you know, ready to roll for the, for the, uh, playoff run here. As far as the Knicks go, it does matter. Um, they could actually finish fourth, fifth or sixth because they're dead tied with Atlanta and, uh, one game behind is Miami. So, uh, the Knicks want to win, uh, this game. Uh, they, they do want to finish fourth, uh, so that they get that possibility of that one series at home uh, so I think they go out and they play this game to win, um, you know, because they're going to get that rest being one of those top six seeds. So I'm expecting full run from the Knicks players. So who does that put into play here? Well, you know, this could certainly be a blowout. I expect that it, it very well could. The double digit spread uh, is there for a reason. Right now, the Knicks have Peyton, Bullock, Barrett, Randall, and Noel, so they're regular guys, uh, and their bench guys right now, they're guards. From what we see, Rose and company are all available too. So we'll see what that note, what that news is. We know that the Knicks backcourt is crowded, um, so you know, not sure, um, you know, if we want to take a risk there. Um, certainly, R.J. Barrett, uh, just. Uh, Julius Randle are both options Um, you know with if they get their run and it's going to be against the B team from Boston they could be both be very good plays Uh, right now a ton of guys listed out for Boston and I think that group will grow Um, it was really a combination of Pritchard, Waters, Nesmith, Fournier, Cornette those will be your main guys playing they haven't ruled Tatum out yet, but I, I think it would be asinine to play him in a game that doesn't matter. So we're going to follow that news closely. Certainly some value with some of the Boston guys, but the problem is you got the slowest team in the league in the Knicks that play really good defense. So not an exciting game on the Boston side. I do think a pay up for one of the better Knicks scores uh, is not a bad idea whatsoever. Okay, we go to game three at the Indiana Pacers and Toronto Raptors. Um, The Pacers are a six-point favorite. It's a 229 over-under. And as we look at the NBA standings for Indiana and Toronto, we know Toronto has been eliminated. They do not care whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. So they're going to play their subs. Indiana like I mentioned, is in that three-way deadlock with Charlotte and Washington for the 8-9-10 spot. So they need to win. Um, You know, they've been playing really interesting basketball up, down, and all over the place. They have been inconsistent lately, but that's because they've had a ton of guys out. So it may be the same scenario today. Um, Right now, Brogdon and Sabonis, Holiday, Lamb, And uh, those guys are all, excuse me, need the double coffee today. Those guys I mentioned are all questionable. So we need all of that news, which formulates everything that they do. We know Sumner's out, Turner's out. And it looks like Holiday, Levert, and Brissette will be in that starting lineup. You know, if Sabonis doesn't play, then uh, Goga, it's Goga season, SZN uh again and he did real well for me yesterday if sabonis is in then goga has will be picking splinters out of his butt on the bench um brogdon they've listed him as questionable like crazy and he never seems to play so we got to watch that uh closely as well uh, to see what happens uh if he's in or out that affects that whole rotation <clears throat> makes Lavert much more of a playable commodity. Uh, you know, the G League and free agent squad of Toronto, right now it's penciled in for Flynn, Jalen Harris, Stanley Johnson, the, the great Stanley Johnson, <laughs> Birch, and Freddie Gillespie, Baylor University uh, player, Freddie Gillespie. So those guys are doing fine, but Flynn had a good game. Harris is putting up points. Um, Birch and Gillespie getting it done, so same scenario as yesterday with the Toronto guys. You definitely have some value plays there that make sense. I don't mind having some decent exposure to this game. I think uh, there is potential for Toronto's young guys because they're playing, you know, seven, eight guys to get enough minutes, uh, to, to be uh, really valuable, and then Indiana. Uh, trying to win this, even if they're a little shorthanded. Um, if they're shorthanded, it's really better for us in DFS, because then we can zone in on a Goga or Sabonis or Levert or however that plays out. So <clears throat> let's keep a close eye on that. And I do expect that uh, to have uh, an impact on the slate as well. All right, next game, the last one o'clock grouping here. It's the Phoenix Suns at the San Antonio Spurs. Phoenix is a nine-point favorite, and it is a 227 over over-under. And in this game, we've got uh, standings-wise, we've got San Antonio sitting at 10th, and that's where they are going to finish. So this game means zilch, zero, nada for the Spurs, uh, which is, you know, of course, pop. And the Spurs in a meaningless game, so expect about 12 minutes for the water boy, about six minutes each for the two guys that broom the sweat off the floor uh, from underneath the basket. I mean, you're going to get a little bit of everything. So no Spurs will be in my lineup today. Uh, But And let's talk about the Suns now. What does it look like for the Suns' situation? Um, They are one game behind Utah. So... The question is, can they catch him? Uh, You know, who has that tiebreaker? And it looks as though it is the Suns. So if the Suns win and uh, the Jazz lose, we could have a number one seed situation for Phoenix. So in that scenario, um, you know, this is an important game for them. If they can have home court throughout the entire uh Western Conference to get to the NBA finals. Uh that's a big deal. So obviously it's a combination. Uh the nice thing is Utah doesn't play till later. So it isn't going to affect Phoenix's efforts. Phoenix is going to try to smash and win this game against the Ball Boys of San Antonio uh, to get themselves in position where then they force Utah, uh, which is one of the late later games, to win. So I expect Phoenix Phoenix to uh, come out and uh, play their guys as long as it takes to secure this victory. It's all going to come down to can San Antonio hang on in this game. If San Antonio finds a way to keep it closer or Pop's mad scientist scheme is to get some of his regulars minutes together since he did give some of them off the last game, you know, no idea. The good part is, you know, it's we're going to have some idea early on, um, you know, what, what this, what's going to happen with their lineup. So uh, that's what we need to see. Cause if the Spurs play some decent guys, I'm still not going to roster them cause I know they're going to share minutes, but it would give some solidify Phoenix guys a little bit. So Paul Booker bridges, you know uh, f- those three specifically in play for me, um, you know, Aiton is questionable. And, uh, Johnson is questionable. So, you know, don't want to go with the bigs. Don't want to really go down to their, their backup. So the main, main three, especially Paul Booker Bridges, you know, some definite interest there. If the Spurs are going to play a lineup, that looks as though it's going to be competitive enough to get those guys, you know, good minutes. Cause again, they get a week off after this, uh, in essence. So, I think they go for it. I think uh, Phoenix guy or two is, is a really smart play, uh, and then you just have to pray the game stays close enough. But, uh, you know, I'm not even going to read off the questionable, probable, you know, doubtful out guys for the Spurs because, it, number one, it doesn't mean much because he changes everything, and it's really almost their whole team. So we just have to see how that one uh, plays out. Okay, next game. Uh, it's a 340, 330 game. Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State Warriors, Golden State minus five. It's a 230 over under. Uh, as we go to the standings here for Memphis and Golden State, guess what? They're tied. They're both 38 and 33. One of them's going to finish eighth. One of them's going to finish ninth. You say, does that make any difference? Yes, it makes a big difference. And it, it's a difference of having to win one or two games. To make get that last eight spot in the standing. so it is like a playoff game for Golden State and Memphis. So that's exciting. We should get to see the best of both teams. It's a pretty good number, and uh, you know, it's it, everything makes this game one of the better games uh, in my opinion to roster on the board. And you can tell by the probable lineups. It's the regulars, Morant, Brooks, Anderson, Jackson, and Joe Val, Curry, Wiggins, Baysmore Green, and Looney Tune. So go for it with these guys. I mean, Curry, monster in play. Uh, you know, I like uh, Draymond a little bit, John Morant, Brooks in play, uh, Joe Val in play. So this will be my highest-owned game, uh, considering there's 15 games on the slate. You know, I don't want to completely load up somewhere. But this could be my most exposure. I could see, uh, you know, two Grizz and one Warrior or vice versa. It is a nice pace-up game for Golden State and Memphis as far as both teams do get up and down the floor. Uh, Golden State is, you know, up there as far as that category goes. But both teams play decent defense. So it's not like, you know, just make sure you have four or five guys from this Lineup and then go on from there. You know, two, three guys I think makes sense because we know it's going to be a competitive game and we know it matters. So, uh, definitely some interest uh, on that one. All right. Next game we go to Houston Rockets, Atlanta Hawks. This begins the night portion of the slate. Um, and we have Atlanta minus 11, a 232 uh, over under. And as far as the playoffs go, we know Houston is way out of it. In fact, I believe they have the worst record in the entire league, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, they do. So there you go. They've clinched last of overall. So congratulations to the Houston Rockets and whatever the hell happened with that whole fiasco there this season. It has been nuts. They do have some good young talent, though, that has potential uh, down the road for sure. Um, Atlanta, on the other hand, uh, they are sitting in the fifth spot, and they need this game too because they're tied with the Knicks fourth and fifth. The Knicks have the tiebreaker right now, so obviously that can change if Atlanta wins and the Knicks lose, and then one game behind them is the Miami Heat in the sixth spot. So you got four, five, six jammed together. Um, Certainly some interest, uh, you know, for Atlanta to win this game. Um, Houston, who are they going to be playing? Uh, You know what? Right now, officially, we have, here's the guys that are out. Bradley Brown, Gordon House, Nawaba Porter, Thomas Wood. All those guys are out. So it's going to be a seven or eight man rotation again. They have to have eight to start the game. But, you know, usually they have play seven. One guy's sitting there with like a broken leg and cast on his arm. And, uh, you know, but he's the eighth guy sitting there right now. Their starters are Augustine Brooks, Tate Martin, O'Linick. We know olinick has been on an amazing run. His price is massively high and he gets Capella defense. So not probably going to go there. Kenyon Martin Jr. looking good. Definitely a, a possibility here as is just Je- uh, Jay Sean Tate. Um, I don't know about Augustine Brooks, not as comfortable with them, but Atlanta's backcourt is not uh, great defensively. I think we could get a good game out of Trey young. He's been trying to heal up. So I'm not sure how much they're going to push him. Bob Donovich has been terrific lately. He's certainly an option. Um, as of right now, you know, they are playing uh, possibly without uh, a few guys, but Snell and Herter are both probable, so if they play, that'll bump Solomon Hill out of that starting lineup. Okongwu is questionable, which doesn't seem like it means much, but it could get an extra three, four minutes for Capella, uh, and and Reddish remains out. So, uh, you know, I think this game has some value to it. Some of those young guys for Houston, specifically, uh, you know, a Martin or possibly a Brooks, I mean, the young guys are going to get minutes. Uh, some of those other uh, young fellows off the bench for them also all in play because they could get 30 minutes and, uh, you know, and and rack up some stats. So i uh, like to have some one-off exposure to Houston. You know, we'll consider even two if, you know, if the value fits. Uh, from the Atlanta side, again, like I say, I think, you know, for me, Young, Bogdanovich, Capella, all considerations. I think they wanna win this game. Um, and I think that they'll they'll get decent enough minutes uh for that group. Uh, but if everybody's in except a then it is gonna be a little crowded. You know, we need to see for sure if Gallo's playing, but you know, it, it very well could be a game that can sting you, especially if Atlanta gets out to a big league. So Lead So I'm not extremely excited about this game. Either one off on either side, I think, is is reasonable uh, and not a reach. Another seven game, Cleveland Cavaliers, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn favored by a big 15, and it's a 224 over under. Um, Definitely a little scary in this game because, you know, they're wanting to play the Nets, Harden, Irving, and Durant these couple of games together Uh, yesterday was the eighth game that Irving Harden and Durant have played together. That's it eight. So they do want a little more of a tune up. Does that mean the three of them get some additional run today? Very likely, but that's actually bad news for me for DFS, because the likelihood of Cleveland being able to hang in there with the three superstars playing is, is tough. Cleveland plays fairly slow. That doesn't help. And the fact that the three of them are going to be sharing the ball, that doesn't help. So I doubt that I'm going to go to the studs from Brooklyn. Um, All three of them. I mean, you can't really afford to play more than one, really, because they're all priced like when they were playing individually. So, you know, playing one of them is a reasonable idea. Choosing which one's the best one of the three is not an easy uh, deal. But – um, if I was forced, I'd probably go Harden. I think, you know, he's probably gonna get 30, 32 minutes. Cause this is like his third game back since, uh, the long time being out. And he wants, he had stated right in the press that he wants some additional minutes to get his legs about him. So Harden's on my radar. Um, after that, you know, I think they'll rotate several guys. Don't feel comfortable with the value plays of like a Brown or Griffin, Uh, or all the other guys they bring in off the bench. Um, For the Cleveland side, you know, are they going to finish strong here in this game? They're going to be so outmanned. Um, You know, as of now, we know Hart and Steen, Love, and Stevens are out. So the regular starting lineup recently, since Garland's come back, is Sexton, Garland, Okoro, Wade, and Allen. Um, Okoro, decent value play. He's really started to raise the level of his offensive game in the last couple of weeks. Dean Wade seems to get numbers. I mean, he's risky. We've gotten stung with him, and he's been a hero for us. So you gotta determine which side of that you wanna be on uh, in this last game if you wanna dial him up. Uh, Garland could play decent minutes. I don't think he's 100%, so I'm not gonna go there. And uh, Jared Allen is an interesting call here. He's the guy that Brooklyn traded uh, you know, and got rid of that expected to be part of this run. Uh, you know, I'm sure when they pick these guys up for a championship, but, you know, I guess the word was Kyrie and Durant wanted, um, Deandre Jordan, who's not really doing much of anything for them, uh, instead of Jared Allen. So he was moved. Uh, will he be extra motivated against this team? You know, normally I would say, I dive on a narrative factor and say huge revenge game here. It's in Brooklyn. He's going to show out all this is going to go on, but I I don't see Jared Allen as that kind of player. He, he does not look like he wants to be in the middle of the the spotlight to be the man, you know, to be the go-to guy. I think he shies from that scenario. I, I think he just wants to be a part of that group, a team and do his role but not be the guy that that's, uh, you know, the standout. So I think he'll get a lot of ownership because of this narrative, but it's not going to be for me. I just – I don't trust him. I think it could blow out. I know Hartenstein's not playing, so he could get a few extra minutes, but they brought back the old man. Don't forget, Verichardt's back there. So, uh, you know, he'll probably get some minutes. So that will be a fade for me. Um, you know, I may – pull the trigger on Harden if I can figure out the salary, but that's really, uh, going to be where I, where I stand for there. Cleveland, you know, like I said, uh, you know, we know that they've, uh, been out of it for a long time. They've third to last in the East. They'll get a, a good draft pick, uh, Brooklyn. It's complicated here because they're one game behind Philly. And, uh, But I believe Philly has the tiebreaker. But they're only one game ahead of Milwaukee. So uh, Brooklyn wants to win this game. I don't think it's going to be much of an issue with their studs playing. Uh, So, you know, we should get a decent run out of those guys, especially with them wanting to play together. So, you know, you could put all your chips in the middle of the table and try to roster two of those big dogs for Brooklyn. But with Cleveland's pace and you know, it's a little bit scary, but that's that's sort of how that one lays out. Very interesting game. All right, another 7 o'clocker, Orlando, Philly. Philly's favored by 8 to 20 and a half is the over-under. Um, we've got a uh, scenario here where we said Philly's first. Uh, they are, uh, let's see here, they are sitting at 48 uh, and 23. And they have uh, clinched the Eastern Conference. They have the tiebreaker. So this game, game uh, is not going to matter to them. Um, Orlando, we know they've been eliminated a long time ago. They've been trying to lose games. They, they want to have the best shot at the ping pong balls. So this, this is a dead game on both ends. Uh, the question is, who's going to play? Uh, every single person on the Philadelphia team, I've never seen this before, that's listed on here uh, is questionable huh. or probable, but mainly questionable. No idea who they're going to roll out. Could be a bonanza for us, though. If all the dudes sit, I think they will. Simmons, Curry, Green, Harris, Embiid. Uh, you know, Harris may play. He's one listed uh, as probable. If he's the only good guy playing, you know, I, I'm still not going to go there, though, because it's I can't see him playing long. But there are guys that you could play here. If it's Tyro, uh, you know, if it's uh, Ty Maxey playing point guard and getting big minutes, he's really proven that he can get it done. There are times that Shake Milton's look good. You know, is it going to be a uh, Dwight Howard game? He had a suspension game before he should be back. You know, we need to see who the starting lineup is and who's available, because it could be, uh, the way to get one or two great value plays. Orlando doesn't play good defense at all. Again, they're not trying to win. So, you know, we'll see who's going to play or not for them. We know Ross Porter, Ennis, MCW are out. Um, possibly Bomba may be out. Carter's questionable. So, it's going to be the main guys that they've been playing, except RJ Hampton is listed as questionable. So he's been terrific. Um, so if he's out, it does open a lot up with all these guys out. You know, Mo Wagner, Bruce uh, Cole Anthony, those three young guys especially, I think, are interesting here. Harris and Bacon have been playing like half the game, not, not willing to go to that uh, extreme. So... Um, but a, a weird game, probably the one that stinks uh, as one of the worst games, but it also could end up being the key to a winning uh, lineup. If you can get a couple of value guys out of here that are going to get 35 minutes and, uh, in a game where both sides are just going up and down and scoring. Um, so I've got huge eyeballs on this game because I want to see, uh, who's in, who's out and what the starting lineups are. Because that could come into play for me uh, in a big way. All right. We keep motoring. We keep motoring. We're getting there. I'm not even going to count the games down because there's so many. It's it's mind-bending. But it is another uh, – uh, now we move to the 8 o'clock games. Miami Heat minus 5 against Detroit. Um, you know, where, do, where does this game stand and who, what matters? Uh, well, it doesn't. Detroit's last in the East. Uh, one game behind Orlando, and they want to stay one game behind Orlando. So they're not going to care to win this game by any stretch of the imagination. As far as Miami goes, uh, they are sitting sixth. So they know that they have um, the entire uh, playing tournament off. Uh, They're one game behind the Knicks in Atlanta. So there is a chance the Knicks in Atlanta lose, and Miami could shuffle around in that four, five, six spot. So, you know, some semblance of, uh, you know, care for Miami. I mean, they're going to want to go out there and, and take a shot at moving up in the standings. So, you know, who's going to play? Who's going to be in or out? We know that Butler sat last night. So he's questionable today. I think he plays. I think yesterday was a rest game. I think they finish the season, win this game, try to move up to fourth or fifth from their sixth spot. So I think uh, Miami goes after it. Um, I'll tell I'll tell you right now, one of my better bets today is Miami minus five. I think Detroit's team is beyond atrocious. Everybody's sitting. Um, it looks like it's going to be Hayes, Jacks, Josh Jackson. There's because they have multiple Jacksons. Diallo, who had a great game, Sadiq Bay, who's been scoring, and it looks like a last hurrah for Mason Plumley gets the gets the nod because all the young dudes uh, are sitting. Uh, Stewart and and uh, we know Smith's out, Magruder, Grant's not playing, Ellington's not playing, Dumbuyu is out again, uh, Serv- Servetus or whatever is out. Frank Jackson, possible but doubtful. Corey Joseph questionable uh i think miami smacks them. i think that this isn't going to be a game um as far as possible playable guys from detroit you know uh diallo more than likely will face jimmy butler defense so hello mr diallo it was fun while you had a chance um not probably not going to go there Sadiq bay may get trevor ariza defense another check mark um and, you know, Bam gets to play probably against Mason Plumley. Now, Mason Plumley, if he does really get a ton of run here, they'll probably use Tyler Cook a lot, too. But if Plumley gets 30 minutes, he could smash. I mean, he's a monster rebounder, and he, he does get buckets. So, you know, very risky play, but a possibility. But this game in general is going to be a pass for me. I think Miami ha- hammers them. I, don't, I they'll want to win this game, should lock it up early enough that their key guys won't get massive minutes, uh, but you know they'll play enough that the, the subs aren't going to really qualify for a lot of uh, action. So um, not a game I'm really looking forward to, and I'm ready to move to the next one. Uh, Nine o'clock game now. We've got Sacramento is uh, playing against the jazz. Jazz are an 11-point favorite. It's a 225 uh, and a half over under. We have um, the jazz let's see here. We have that uh, standings for the jazz in Sacramento. We know Sacramento' has been eliminated. They're in that group of 31 win groups. So they could care less either way. Uh, they've been playing their guys. I know Walton's trying to save his job. Uh, good luck uh, with that. So we don't know, you know, really what to expect. We're going to need to see uh, who those guys are suiting up. Um, on the other side of the ball, <clears throat> excuse me. One more drink, sorry. Sorry. Okay, appreciate that. All right, on the other side of the ball, Utah, does it matter to them? Well, here's the scenario. We look at the standings. Utah Jazz are one game ahead of Phoenix. They want to win this game to clinch the entire Western Conference, first place by throughout. So it does matter to them. Sorry about that, Sacramento, but that's the word. It looks like dress rehearsal for Utah to try to win this and get the first seed. The five regulars as of now are scheduled. Conley Ingles, Bogdanovich, O'Neal, and Gobert. Their regular rotation with Niang and Clarkson and such off the bench. We know Donovan Mitchell remains out for the season. Um, Sacramento, I think Walton probably plays a good chunk of his guys that he's been playing uh, and try to have a decent game. DeLon Wright's been terrific. But he healed, had a, a good run. Harkless has been uh, playable at times. Medu has really stepped up. And Damian Jones has been very good at center. But he, you know, he's going to get at least half a game probably from Rudy Gobert. Um, not one of my favorite games. Uh, you do have the worst defense in the league in Sacramento. So it should allow for a lot of open shots from Utah. Um, if they're going to get enough run, I think Bogdanovich could be uh, a playable commodity, uh, maybe a Joe Ing- Ingles or Jordan Clarkson. Uh, those guys are all playable just because it's against Sacramento and they don't defend and they and they play fast. Uh, Sacramento side, though, it's the opposite. Slower team, great D. Not sure that they won't go to their bench sooner. You know, Metu, Jones, both still will be into consideration for me. Um, but on the Utah side, after a couple of those guys, I don't trust the full minutes here. Uh, especially if they wrap this game up, you know, in the third quarter, uh, you know, I'm sure they'd like to get a few extra minutes rest for a Conley and a Gobert. So some possibilities here on the Utah side, um, more than likely passing unless I get one value big from Sacramento. All right, we go to the Los Angeles Clippers. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, another nine o'clock game. The Clippers are minus seven and a half. It's a 221 and a half overunder. Does this game matter to the Clippers or Thunder? Well, we know that it doesn't to the Thunder because they are on a historic uh, losing streak. They had 20 wins way back. They have 21 wins right now. I saw a bad beat thing on Sports Center and it, it is a bad beat man. The over under on wins for them were 22 and a half. So they even if they won this game today they'd have they'd be 22 and 50. They had 20 wins with like 15 16 games left. So you had you know it was in the bag, but they've gone on this, you know, they sent Horford home, they bench Shea for the rest of the year to get healthy if you will, you know, and they gave up trying to get all these picks which they have a record amount of picks in the next several seasons but uh they have not tried and you know they're gonna probably play some of these regular guys but they don't even play them all regular minutes so maladone poku basley roby brown they went with that lineup a little bit which is hilarious because you got a seven foot one shooting guard i mean they're a huge team but you know does it matter to them? Yeah, they don't want to win. <laughs> so they'll use a lot of their guys off the bench. I really don't want any part of anything to do with the Thunder today. Don't trust any of them. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, it does matter for the Clippers, though. The, but you know, but does it? They're they're tied dead tied with Denver for third and fourth. So it determines who they're gonna play. Do the Clippers wanna play. The Mavericks, do they want to play Portland? Do they possibly want to play Los Angeles Lakers? Well, you know, they don't want to play the Lakers. I would assume that they want to play Dallas. So, you know, but all these games today all mix around. So it'll be a lot of scoreboard watching. Uh, it's going to be tough to say. So the jury's out on this one. This whole scenario with the Clippers, Mavericks, Portland, and the Lakers, uh, you know, the Clippers can go up one to Denver and it changes who they play. But then the, the Mavericks, Portland, and Lakers are all within a, a half a game or one game of each other. So it's gonna all shuffle around. Uh, how long do they play their starters? Right now, they're you know, Beverly, George, Leonard Morris, Zubots, and they do have their bench back. Uh, they're all their key guys are back now. So, I I mean, just too tough of a game to risk. The Clippers could sit guys at the last minute. They, you know, I don't think they're going to play monster minutes for this group. And we know the Thunder's been getting beat by 30 and 40 and 50 points. So, stay away game for me. Don't have the guts for that. Uh, I know it's one of the later games, but really, really don't want that kind of stress because it is just all over the place. All right, believe it or not, we only have two games to go. 13 down, two to go, and we're holding up all right. uh, There's two last two games again at nine also. um, They are Denver Nuggets and Portland Trailblazers. The uh, Trailblazers are minus 11. It's a 230 and a half over under. As far as the standings go for Denver and Portland, we've talked about that. This matters for both teams. Denver and the Clippers are tied. Does Denver want to finish third or fourth? That's going to be something we have to figure out who they want to line up against and play. Uh, I assume they're going to try to, to win this game, uh, you know, and and make some type of uh, effort there to, to at least get, you know, uh, that spot locked up. So we'll see where that stands. As far as Portland goes, You know, Portland is is like I said, right in that squeeze. This is probably more important to them than anybody else, because if they lose and the Lakers win, they fall into that play-in tournament, which is, you know, the way these team teams act, that's like a death sentence. So, they're avoiding that play-in game at all costs. So they're going to go after it probably harder than anybody else. Uh, On top of that, if they win and Dallas loses, they they'd move all the way to fifth. So it could change everything. Um, very interesting. It really is. So uh, this is a game I think Portland really comes out and and goes after it. Uh, and I think Denver, you know, is going to want to win as well. So key game, I think, uh, you know, looking at this, you've got, uh, like I said, 11-point favorites for Portland. I think it's because it's so much more important to them uh, than it is Denver. Uh, Their regulars should get the exact run like they normally do, Lillard, McCollum, Powell, Covington, and Nurkic with, with, you know, Canner and company off the bench. Detroit, or I'm sorry, Denver as of now has Composo, Rivers, Porter, Gordon, and Joker. They're regulars, um, but I don't know how long they go with them. It just depends on how the game goes. Um, Barton and Dozier remain out, so their rotation isn't quite as big as it was, but they've been playing... Conchar and Bol, Bol and a bunch of different guys, uh, minutes you know, in that young backcourt that they have as backups. So um, not going to mess with Denver here. Um, I know the Joker's been fine even in games that don't matter that much. But uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't really want to spend up for him. Uh, and I think the rest of the guys, their minutes could be within risk. Portland's the side I'm interested in. I think Lillard is playable. McCollum would be a second choice for me. I like Powell's price is a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, workable for me. Nurk always, you know, wants to play harder against the Joker, his old team. Um, Does he get enough minutes with Canner right behind him? He very well may. So I don't, you know, I think Nurk's a possibility because I also think he may face some of Denver's backups so I'd, I'd like some exposure to Portland. I think this is a game they want to win, and uh, you know I, I think Denver's defense has not been tremendous, and especially with their subs subs in hasn't uh, really done much this last month so a couple couple shots for Portland here I think would make uh, the most sense and I think it can really uh, be a good play for you all right, game 15. <laughs> Believe it or not, here it is, late late game with all the rest of that grouping. It's the Bucks and Bulls. Bucks are favored by two and a half. It's a 220, two and a half over under. You've got a situation where the Milwaukee Bucks are sitting in third. Uh, they are one game behind Brooklyn. If Brooklyn loses and Milwaukee wins, Milwaukee would move into the two spot. So they do have some. Uh, you know, motivation to want to win this game. So that that is an interesting uh, deal. Chicago's been eliminated. They could care less. Uh, they're not really, uh, you know, if, if they had their druthers, I'm sure they'd lose because there are two 31-win teams right above them that'll probably lose. Uh, so, you know, very good chance uh, Chicago, you know, doesn't give the full the full effort here, uh, which really takes them out of play for me, but it doesn't give me enough confidence that I feel like, uh, you know, I, I really want to go, uh, heavy on Milwaukee side either. Uh, Levine, Tice, Brown, Satoransky, all questionable guys. I would assume we'll sit to be honest with you. Uh, right now they have penciled in Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Vuk, and then a couple of their bench guys. So not ideal. You know, we know Milwaukee plays fast. So, you know, I mean, a, a flyer on White or Williams, I guess, isn't a bad play. Uh, you can't play up for a Vuk. I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, how much run do you get out of the Milwaukee regulars? That's going to be a tough decision. They played yesterday. It's a back to back to end the season. They do want to win this game, but I don't know how long of a run you get from their regulars. And Coach Bud is notorious for not playing those guys or scratching them late. So we have to follow the news heavily here. I mean, we could have two of the starters out, all five. I mean, he's been known to sit his top 7 guys. So 100% news dependent on the Milwaukee side. I don't care much for this game though. Way too many variables and you know, they'll both they'll know pretty much how all the teams that affect them of won or lost, which will also affect how they play. So not a game I'm going to target uh, by any stretch, but I will be watching for that news. So that is it, my friends. We've gotten through a 30-team, 15-game schedule that gives you an idea of the betus.com.pa Vegas lines. It gives you an idea of somewhat who's in and out and what games matter uh, and which games don't. So I hope that helps you big time. Uh, If you want to join us here at DFS Coach Talk, it's dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for our uh, newly announced playoff NBA package, which is only $111 for the full two months of the NBA playoffs, May 22nd to July 22nd. Uh, If you want to just uh, test us out, maybe test us out some this week during this play-in playoff uh, event, uh, it's as Ah, three-day pass for ten dollars. So you can try us out there. Uh, you can sign up right through our website. If you're watching this on YouTube, please take a second to hit that thumbs up, smash that that button uh, to subscribe. That means a lot to us. And click the little button up top that shows uh, you know that the the alert for when our podcast post. Um, if you're watching us on any of the audio uh, or watching, I guess listening would be the term. If you're listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of them. Uh, Quick five stars, a quick couple words. We really, really appreciate that. We do bring a free podcast in front of the wall seven days a week in the NBA, and we do appreciate that support. All right, that is it. We are done getting ready for a very exciting day of sports. Our golfers are looking fantastic going into the fourth round. As I peer out the window here, it is raining right now in Dallas, so are they going to get this final fourth round in of the Byron Nelson? We will see. Fingers are crossed. Um, We also have a full huge 10-game slate in the uh, MLB. Our guys Tyler and Josh will be providing lineups for that today, and they're hot, so you want to get in there. And then, of course, we'll have – Uh, The slate broken in two by DraftKings and FanDuel, uh, where you'll be able to play a a full afternoon slate and then a main slate uh, that'll have 10 of the games. So it's going to be a great day. I hope this helps you and you enjoyed it and really appreciate it. Tomorrow we're off, no podcast because there's no play, no NBA play tomorrow. But Andrew and I will both be back on Tuesday uh, to start this playoff run. So we're very excited about that. hope you join us again on Tuesday. And we will definitely be looking to crush it in NBA DFS.